Mikey Tanaho Taka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here. Well, we gathered with friends. We went to the local club rooms. We switched on at home to watch the All Blacks lift the Webb Alice Cup at the Rugby World Cup final. Didn't happen. Veteran broadcaster John Macbeth on this momentous final. And have you had a dental holiday? And if you have, how was it? The possible risks with dental tourism this afternoon. Plus on the panel, if you're over 65 and want to work, you're far better off in New Zealand than in Australia. Australian pensioners uh, in paid work face a penalty. More on that after 4.30 if you didn't know that. And do you give feedback at a cafe, an eatery, a local dry cleaner? If that date scone comes out and it's bone dry, (laughs) do you make your feelings known or do you just suck it up? We want to know your thoughts on that. Uh, And the song whisperer today has come back. You guess the lyrics, we give you the song, and here are the lyrics. I'm tired of the city life. Summer's on the run. People tell me I should stay but I've got to get my son. Oh, that's a hard one, isn't it? Text me, 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me in Wellington, Victoria McLennan, technology entrepreneur and champion of New Zealand digital innovation. Victoria, welcome to the panel. Kia ora, Wallace. Thanks for having me back. Pleasure. And Professor of Chemistry in Auckland here, Alan Blackman. Welcome, Alan. Hey, Wallace. And there was a Dunedin covers band that did a bloody good version of that song. That uh, Don't just, say what I'm not going to say a word. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but we did. We did a really good cover. <laughs> oh, really? At, at the bog. Uh, interesting. Well, Every I Friday want, night. I want to hear your story at 4.30. Anyway, <laughs> the song whisper this afternoon. Anyway, this first. Many of us would admit often the best part of a conference is naturally the spread. It's those sausage rolls, it's the mince pies, and of course, the pork sliders. But what if you saw nothing but vegan food? Nasturtium dip, no less. And then, expected to wash your own coffee cups. Well, this actually happened at a recent degrowth Aotearoa New Zealand conference by someone who wanted to put sustainability back into sustainability. With us is Zero Waste Champion Hannah Blumgaard. Kia ora, Hannah. Oh, kia ora. Hi, thanks for having me oh, on Oh, it's panel. lovely to have you on. Um, so there was no mince pie, there was no sausage roll? Uh, no, but there were lots of other delightful treats from um, cinnamon scrolls and donuts through to soup and salads with fresh local ingredients. So, yeah, it was pretty yum. One thing that, one thing that interested me, one thing that caught my attention because you wanted to put the sustainability back into sustainability, I went to a... Uh, <laughs> I always remember that I went to a conference that was promoting sustainability. All I saw in this one and a half thousand seater were hundreds upon hundreds of little plastic water bottles. Oh, I know <laughs> and, it really pained me. And I and I thought, wow, they're obviously not getting the message. Is that common? Do you think? Oh, yeah, look, I personally feel that all conferences should step up in this regard, not just sustainability conferences. But the thing is that when you go to a sustainability conference, you're not just going there 
to hear about all the things that are wrong in the world. Uh, you're also going to hear about all the, the practical solutions people are implementing, actions we can take at you know, a personal as well as a systemic level. And so it's such a great opportunity to walk the talk and show um, everyone who's there what's possible. So, yeah, it's an opportunity to be grasped, really. Walking the talk at conferences. Victoria, you must have been to hundreds in your lifetime. I sure have. I have been to hundreds. And I have noticed recently more and more vegan food at conferences and certainly at festivals and events and gigs. And then the other thing I've really noticed is a lot more um, sustainable practices around your cutlery and your plates and things creeping in. So I think that it's great. Okay, you're a supporter. Stay there, Hannah. What about you, Alan? (laughs) Having to wash your own cup, that's beyond the pale. I go there to learn, not to wash my own cup. I'd walk out, wouldn't you, Alan? No, 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 of course not. But if I can play devil's advocate for a second, I mean, was the coffee locally grown? Or did it have to be imported using air miles and things, you know? That's just me being a little bit uh, silly. But um, I guess with conferences and stuff now, I mean, if we're talking sustainability, then really there should be nobody ever travelling to conferences ever again. It should just all be online, shouldn't it? Hannah? Oh, well, there's lots of questions that were there. I mean, we did our absolute best to um, have zero waste. Um, and to source as many of the things locally. And you mentioned the nasturtium dip. Our caterer, Simon, from Tour Tour Cafe, hand-foraged one kg of nasturtium leaves. Um, so, yeah, there was some hyper-local stuff, as well as Shelley Bay Bakery, that's New Zealand-grown flour, milled and um, bread made in Wellington. Um, the coffee we did get from People's Coffee in our own containers, straight from the roaster. But, yes, they are imported mm. ethical coffee beans. But, yeah, so... Um, whatever we could do um, locally, we tried to. And what was the other question? Oh, yeah, in terms of coming to conferences. Yeah, I mean, it's a bugbear of mine. I personally wouldn't be flying to conferences, but um, there was it was all streamed online for the people who chose um, not to, to fly down or mm. who didn't have time to get the train or bus. So yeah. providing those options is really important um, and letting people know that it's okay not to come in person, um, that they can attend online. Yeah. You've, you've got a fan here. Cathy uh, says, we love Hannah's food. Um, but look, having said that, if I turn up and I'm really concentrating hard for three hours and I want to spread and I can't get my pork slider and all you've got is an astertion dip, uh, you know... Let's face it, some would be unhappy, Hannah. Uh, there was so much food. So we had morning tea and afternoon f- tea from Sweet Release. It's a local vegan bakery. I mean, you know, are you going to complain about a donut? Like there was some real young Fair stuff. Mm. Yeah, and there was just so many like filling, salads, hearty soups, bread. Um, yeah, like I say, there was certainly no shortage. And we did make one exception for we had um, local cow's milk and goat's milk um, from from Brooklyn, Wellington's least travelled milk, um, and the cow's milk from Wairarapa in reusable, reusable glass bottles that the producers take back, um, wash and refill. So we did oh, good have for that. You. We also, also had um, Hardy Boys fermented beverages, so fizzy drinks in reusable bottles, and they happen to be vegan, but non-vegans enjoy. Okay, Wellington. Well, yeah, no, no, okay, no, you're really laying it down for us there, uh, <laughs> Hannah. Um, I'm not... I, Victoria, I must admit uh, the, the, the couple of times I have been to a conference and actually they have made an effort and you've got, uh, you know, your glass and then you've got your water fountain where you go and refill. 
those small things about you know not just walking the talk in your big speeches, but actually you know in your big you know TED talk like speeches, but actually making the effort in the conference room, it does go far, doesn't it? Yeah, we've all got to make the effort, right? I have a, a daughter who is vegan and works in the space of trying to save the planet, so she loves all of this and has reprogrammed my brain. Um, but every one of us needs to make some small effort to improve our waste profile. Mm. Really interesting. Uh, Kevin says, Wallace, I recall you not washing your dishes at a motel, and now you're threatening to walk out of a conference <laughs> if you have to wash your own cup. A pattern is emerging, says Kevin, who seems to be a long-time listener, yeah, because yeah. I talked about that a long time ago. So uh, just finally, what's the message here, Hannah, on a serious note? Do you think more companies should do the same? Yeah, and I think what's really important to note is that this whole catering, zero waste, fully vegan, um, was completely possible because all these businesses exist in Wellington already. So when you're putting on a conference, support local businesses. It's possible to do it. And I just a shout out to the Degrowth Conference because they prioritized it and they allowed me to run off with a budget and go and support all these local businesses. So, yeah, I reckon right. it's fun and it, people love it. Good on you, Hannah. All right, thanks for being with us. That's Hannah Blumgart. Uh, what's been your conference experience regarding food? Teresa says, uh, Wallace, actually vegan food's been a terrible experience for me. I'm celiac, so often it has protein that has gluten, so it's really GF. What does that mean? Gluten-free? Free. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Claire in Ototahi, no flying to conferences or meetings. Keep it local. And thank you for your large response regarding... Uh, the song Whisperer, we do it occasionally. Uh, here they are. I'm tired of the city life. Summer's on the run. People tell me I should stay. I've got to get my son. What is it? 2101. Marcus says, Is it smoke on the water by Deep Purple? Uh, the answer is. Possibly not. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Victoria, I've been thinking. Well, I've just been to Melbourne for two weeks on holiday, Wallace, staying with my um, 30-plus son and his partner who live in central Melbourne, and they've been over there just over a year, and so many of their friends have moved over there in the last 18 months, two years as well. Um, and I've been thinking about what we can do to try and stem this flow of our young talent moving across the Tasman and then what we can do to bring them back. But I saw it with my own eyes. They took me to the supermarket. The cost of living is so much cheaper. Eating out is so much cheaper. Really? Yeah, the cost of transport was so much cheaper. I can see why they're doing it. Rent was so much cheaper. Um, so I think Stop we've got promoting a real... it. Stop. <laughs> Stop promoting it, Victoria, on the panel. Well, we've got a it real sounds, challenge. It sounds really good. <laughs> we've got a real challenge. They came back from the UK as COVID refugees, lasted 18 months in Wellington and realised that they just didn't have the same earning options in mm. cost profile. So I think we as a nation really need to... St- step up and take notice of this and and make some changes or we're going to lose all our great young talent. We've got a problem, haven't we? We need yeah. a national conversation about this. We actually need a ne- what you've just said there, Victoria, food, cheap, <coughs> and rent. Yeah. Rent here is shockingly expensive. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It hasn't it always been the way, though? I mean, we've always been concerned about people crossing the ditch. You know, we lose our Best and well, brightest, and as, that's always as happened. someone said here, Victoria Wallace, Melbourne's the new London. They will all come back. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe they will come back once they've had babies or something. But um, 
But looking at going. their friends, mm. they're still there, and they have some of them are starting to have kids over there. So and maybe in the prime not. of their lives as well, yeah. you know. Yeah, very good Victoria. Really might come back to that actually uh, later on the week. Alan Blackman, I've been thinking. Right, we're going to have some science today because we great. Can, we, we, you can never have too much science. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> so a little story um, from the middle of this month, in fact, that's just been published and sort of been ignored by the media, unfortunately. So you hear it here first. We've got five basic tastes, okay? So we've got our sweet, we've got our salty, our bitter, our sour, and our umami. And that's been known for quite some time. Umami took quite a long time to be recognized, recognized. as being one. Yeah. Yep. Now, University of Southern California, some folk there have said there is now a sixth basic taste. No. They've been studying tongues and proteins and receptors and all of this sort of stuff. And they have come along and said, right, there is in fact a sixth basic taste. And that sixth basic taste will be familiar to all of you who love your Dutch licorice. It is ammonium chloride. Dead silence. You're kidding me. There we go. No, I, got, my mind. I kid you not. So, I don't know whether you've ever had Dutch licorice. Yes, I have. Yeah, you know that really. Mm, and and they put it in sweets as well. So these sweets that look absolutely lovely, and then you get to the middle of them, it's got this pure ammonium chloride center, and it's oh boy, you either love it or you don't. Yes, I'm probably in the latter on that one. But um, they reckon that this is another of the fundamental tastes, fundamental basic tastes. The reasoning being that uh, ammonia is often present in sort of decaying flesh, you know, bad fish, the fishy smell, that sort of ammonia. And so that's sort of warning you to keep away from those sorts of things in the same way that bitter and sour, you know, those sorts of things, they're they're normally associated with uh, things that are bad for you, bad tasting. And um, so there you go. So there is a sixth now basic Ammonium taste. chloride. Ammonium chloride. The sixth taste. There'll be heaps of Dutch people listening to this, I'm sure. Um, you know, I've never had Dutch licorice. You never have. No. You're missing out. You, well, Clearly. it's something you'll try once. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, if you like it, you'll keep going. Yeah, but it's very but unique. It is extreme. Yes, yes. Degrees of uniqueness. Dutch licorice. Fans or haters, 2101, what's been your experience? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm not surprised. Alan, brilliant. I'm not surprised the vegan conference had plenty of food left. Uh, <laughs> most sensible people wouldn't find it attractive and just leave it on the table.